<laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to the But How podcast. I am so grateful to have every single one of you here today with me tuning in, no matter where you are at in the world. Um, a huge shout out to the city of Houston for being 49% of my United States audience. 49%. I've got a large soul family in Houston as I lived there for just under or over a year. I don't know. Life moves too fast and I don't like to put a, a timestamp on things, but I moved away from Houston um, in April of last year to Austin and I absolutely love it here. I freaking love Austin. And as I'm overcoming this mental health slump in my life, I'm starting to find even more beauty in living in Austin and just like opening myself up to doing more and being more and living and just expressing myself in any way that I want to because it's my life and I get to. So welcome to the podcast. If you are new here, I am so grateful to have you here However you found me, I would love to know by uh, DMing me on Instagram, which is always linked in the description of every podcast episode. And yeah, you are now initiated into the soul family. All right. So today's episode is something that I have always wanted to talk about, but I feel like I needed to go back to this place, back to this space, and I was very much called to go back there to my roots, to where I grew up, to my hometown. It's very challenging for me to go back home most of the time because I just feel like I'm so limited. Like, for example, there was one day that I went to the gym and I felt this this male staring at me and it actually had been a long time since I experienced that because I feel like most people at the gym in Austin at any of the gyms that I've been to they mind their own business like people are really just like working on themselves for the most part and like yeah like people will look but they don't stare you know and people definitely stare more in small towns so uh yeah, he was staring at me and I didn't know if him and the girl, the other girl that were there at this hour were together or not, but she kept staring at me as well. And I felt like she was giving me that insecurity vibe. If you know what I mean, if you've been there before, ladies, if you know what I'm talking about. And I, again, just like, I don't experience that in the city of Austin. Like, people just stay in their own lanes. They're just working on themselves. And, like, compliment my tattoo all the time. Like, people are dope, actually. Um, but not really in a small town. Um, and I'm going to get into the benefits of living in a small town a bit later on in the episode. But first, um, yeah, and I that was the first time that I had experienced that since the last time that I had lived in the small town. Now... When I first experienced cannabis, the beautiful plant, the healing plant of cannabis, it revealed to me that I also was once an insecure woman and 
it is very emotionally draining to be an insecure woman and then have a confident woman walk in the room, especially if your man is in the room and you're insecure, which just creates a lot more tension and resistance in the relationship than most people like to admit, but it's there if you're insecure. I have been in those relationships where I have been the insecure one and I've created so many problems. So that's me openly admitting that in hopes that if that's you, you can admit that to yourself as well. So I keep saying so and then like pausing, but like I need just need to recollect my thoughts. And it's been a while since I've recorded a longer solo cast, but this one's going to be juicy. It's going to be very helpful and to give y'all perspective of what it is like to live in a small town. So yeah, I, I felt in that moment, like I genuinely felt for my mom and my brother and my dad and my other brother that still reside in the small town. Well, you know, they all reside within like the general vicinity, um, all like within smaller towns. And I felt for them in that moment. Like, They didn't even really realize that they were being limited to the options of being able to express themselves. And I see this specifically within my younger brothers who kind of, I, you know, they, they duplicate behaviors that I had as an adolescent as well. Um, like getting into a little bit of trouble and hanging out with older kids. I just feel like in our own individual ways, we weren't able to be challenged in the ways that we could have been had we had more opportunity growing up in a bigger in a bigger area. I first want to talk about the benefits of living in a the benefits of living in a small town. Because yes, there are benefits. I never, ever once ever growing up questioned my safety unless we went into like Minneapolis which was very rare because my dad struggles with like being in big areas but like my mom loves it so every once in a while like we would do that and then yeah like when I got my license I would just get high and drive to the Mall of America not get high and then drive to I would drive to the Mall of America I would sit in the parking lot smoke and then I would walk around the Mall of America by my goddamn self like I I don't know I just felt limitless like the rules of life didn't apply to me because I don't know, the rules just don't really apply when you live in a small town because you know who the cops are, like, personally, because they're out and about when there's only limited options of places to eat and shop at, and you just are in people's business all the time, and people, like, religiously check the jail roster and shit, like, the shit is literally so freaking sad. Okay, I was talking about the benefits of it, but I, I never felt unsafe growing up and I was able to have a beautiful experience with magic mushrooms um on my parents land which is just like so fucking big like when I was a kid I had the entire universe it felt like in the palm of my hands because I had so much nature surrounding me and animals and different energy from the animals and the earth and 
it was cool. Yeah, like it was great growing up as a small, small child. But then when I started to have responsibilities like doing farm chores and being forced into doing that, I started to resent that. That is like a whole different story I could get into. So through growing up in a small town, generally you live within the small little city, um, like near the gas station or near the church or near the bar. Um, and you can like ride your bike to like all the points in the city. Or you live somewhere with a little bit of land, which is what most of my friends growing up had and which is what I had the opportunity to have. Um, it gave me now like a, a great sense of appreciating where I grew up because I was able to be barefoot all the time. I never had to worry about like cars, drunk people. <laughs> that's such that's such a thing. Such a thing for people to... Um, drive drunk in the small town because the bar is only like 13 miles from your house at the the max distance. So uh, yeah, there are benefits for sure. Um, I didn't say that I was going to give a lot of them because I do feel, <laughs> I do still feel like it's very limiting and I do encourage people to if you're curious to go live somewhere else, because the story that you're being told living in a small town is to care about what's going on in other people's lives and you get sucked into the gossip no matter where you are at. If you are at an Herbalife getting a protein shake, the person that owns it is probably the same person who's daughter is the star of the volleyball team and she collects all the gossip and then tells her daughter who then tells the daughter's best friend whose dad is the coach and like is literally the most crazy shit like people care so much about what's going on in other people's lives and I just sit back and I'm like for like now that I have been on the outside of it and haven't resided in that area for the last two years or so, I look at it from the outside looking in and I'm like, no wonder why y'all are so unhappy with your lives and in your marriages and in your relationships and in your jobs. Because when you are going to all these places to get your hair cut. Like people just pour this gossip onto you, even if you don't ask for it. I actually felt like I could confidently say that I would say that to that person's face if I did say it behind their back. But prior to that, I would just talk shit about everybody because it was what I grew up around. It's what everybody did. Everybody would just talk about one another. It was just a normal thing to do. And it's so crazy to me the amount of time and energy that I spent just vomiting negativity about other people and then consuming that negativity being said about other people and other people that I felt like genuinely at their core want to be a good person. And that's everybody in my eyes. I will go to my grave saying that because everybody that has ever talked shit or been on my bad side or that we've had beef with or like 
anything like that, anyone who's ever said anything like that or still continues to talk about me, I've sat down with since my awakening, prior to my awakening, and had a deep, meaningful conversation and apologized to every single one of them for talking negatively about them and just laying everything on the table and just having an open heart. And that's always the way that I've approached things as I've gone through this awakening journey is just being vulnerable and being like, yo, like I am a human being too. I'm sorry, but I'm evolving every single day. And I'm learning that the way that I acted before is not the correct way. And I'm learning to evolve my consciousness and act in a way that is, you know, is mature, is loving, is not afraid to be vulnerable and just express that we're both human beings having our own individual experiences and we don't need to butt heads about being different than one another. So now let's get into a little story time. This is a a recent experience. So I shared on my Snapchat, a a meme that I found really funny about dating older men and was like a, very applicable to my friend group. And I prefer older men as well. And like without any preference to how much older I prefer my men, um, I got a screenshot notification from one of my old friends from high school. This is somebody I actually went to prom with. Um, and he gossips so bad. And the reason why I tell y'all like he gossips is not like to make him sound like he's evil or anything like that. Like a lot of people do gossip. It's just not a part of who I am. I'm just speaking the truth that he likes to gossip. And in my hometown, there is a group of guys, like my whole entire graduating class that has this group chat they had anyways and I I genuinely don't see it stopping ever so I could be wrong this could be not a thing anymore but they had this group chat where they would just send screenshots of things that like the girls in my grade or within my high school or small town would post on social media and just like strike conversation about it and these are the guys of the hometown that I grew up in the small town it was sad. And the guys were always the worst about it, is what I remember. Um, the females were to an extent, but I feel like there was definitely after I switched from a really small school where my graduating class was like 30 to a bigger school where my graduating class is like 90, it was less of the females and more of the males. And then moving from the school of 30, that school of 30, it was definitely more female drama oriented and the males just kind of like minded their own business, did their farm boy stuff. (laughs) But all right, let's get back to the story. So I shared it on my Snapchat, which is a platform that I did not use for quite some time. I actually had the app completely deleted off of my phone for a few months And then I got back on it just to be more social and communicate with people and collecting friends over the past two years that I've been back online. I'm 
really just not even sure who my friends are on there. And I like obviously need to clean house on my Snapchat. But yeah, so an old friend from high school, person I went to prom with, that's how small this town be, um, screenshot my story. And I knew it was with ill intention because of the fact that he gossips, like I said, and they have this group chat where they just think it's okay to shame people for expressing themselves. And I grew up around this. Like I grew up being a part of this being exposed, like this almost like sub cancel cancel culture that you did not want to be on the outside of. Because if you were canceled in a small town in high school, your whole life felt like it was falling apart. Like if somebody was talking about you, everybody was talking about you and everybody knew what was going on in your life. And it was disturbing as fuck to go to school and just feel the energy of people and the way that they treat you differently because you did something that is terrible and wrong and they've just automatically forgot about all the terrible and wrong things that they have done. And they just like shame you. They, they put you in this little like corner of like, get away from me. Like you're a bad person. Like you made a mistake until somebody else does something bad. And then you can come back into the circle and then this other person's now on the outside. But somebody always has to be on the outside of the circle in the small town. So whoever they can talk about, they will talk about. So I thought this TikTok that I shared was funny. Like it was really funny because There was zero reference, like I said, to how much older that I prefer men to be that I date. And the fact that he's tried to make moves on me several times, this gentleman who screenshot my story to share within his group chat of his little friends from high school that he cannot break apart from, um, (laughs) he has tried to make a move on me several times. And I told him that he's just not within my age preference. And that was pretty, I'm pretty sure that was the last thing that I had said to him the last time that he had asked, like when I'm coming back home. And I'm like, you are not in my age preference of men. Like, and I'm not going to apologize for expressing that I prefer my men to be older. Like I prefer my men to be established, to be experienced, to understand and be, let me rephrase that, to be intelligent enough to understand the power of the feminine energy and not just to treat a woman like a body and then just like ghost her like this little culture of people that I grow up around and in and this generation that I was born into in this society it's like it's so sickening the hookup culture like I'm looking for a deep meaningful connection and that's something that generally somebody who is a little bit older and again without reference to how much older That's something that somebody who is older is looking for as well. I'm looking for something 
deep and meaningful and engaging and challenging and stimulating and understanding and open and vulnerable and not judgmental, okay? Like, you know, the type of guy that I'm looking for is somebody who is old enough and wise enough to not be a part of this toxic little group chat of people where you're just sharing gossip amongst one each other one um, against uh, amongst one another and then when y'all are together whoever's not there you're talking shit about the one who's not there and not included and everybody's just like scared that they're gonna be the one who's gonna be talked about next and like growing up around that and in that just like it's sickening it makes me feel so sad for anybody who is still there and doesn't see past that because it's like watching a movie of negativity and being surrounded by that energy even like I would say and this is being extremely generous but I would say like 90% of people in my hometown gossip terribly 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 and that's, again, being being generous, saying that 10% don't gossip on that toxic level. If, let's say, 90% gossip, 85% of them will never, ever admit that they gossip. And they see nothing wrong with the things that they do. And they identify as this sweet, innocent person with a private social media, of course, because they can't let anybody who is a real person see into their fake life because most of the people who still continue to gossip about me to this day have private social medias. And if I looked into their eyes, I could see, I could literally see and sense the energy of the unhappiness and the willingness to just spew negativity about another individual who is just openly sharing and expressing however they feel fit. And it was hilarious to a handful of my friends who swiped up and just found it funny because they too prefer older men. And not even not even just that, but like within the podcast itself, I have been talked about because I express myself through my podcast within living in a small town. Like that is a thing. And for people who are listening and live in a big city and always have, or like literally can't grasp this concept of living in a small town, it is literally like that. I have not visited my high school friends. (laughs) I say that in air quotes. I have not visited them in two years, two years, okay? I have not visited them in two years and they still gossip about me. It sounds like my energy is actually getting worked up right now, but I felt like my energy was getting a little bit low, so I needed to pick myself up. But I'm not angry about it. I kind of see it as like a good thing that they're talking about me because I hope it inspires them to listen to the podcast and even after listening to this to be like, if if they are one of those people that is a part of that group chat to leave that toxic gossip, that toxic environment of just talking about other people's lives or maybe you are a part of a group chat where people in general talk negatively about others, like do not at all 
ever apologize for needing to step away and create those boundaries for yourself. That was the best thing that I ever did was to unsubscribe from the drama, was to move away from my hometown and just walk away from all of that and take a step back and look at how much more there is to life than talking about other people. One, two, three, four on the clock as I'm recording this. Moving away from the small town that I grew up in made me take action on my dreams because I see people creatively expressing themselves, especially in the beautiful city of Austin, to just take action. And like, once you start to take action on your dreams and pursue your purpose, you stop thinking about what's going on in other people's lives. And you start to focus and stay in your own lane. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing because you're giving so much of your energy in a negative direction that you don't even realize it. And when you can pull that energy back into yourself, give that love back to yourself, stay in your own lane and ask yourself what you want and what you desire out of this life, other people's names just stop coming out of your mouth. And you don't want to you don't want to insert yourself in situations where people are talking about other people because you realize it's not worth your time or your energy. And that's been the best thing for me about moving away from a small town and something that's always very eye-opening every time that I go back home to experience is how much people still do gossip about one another and feel the the energy, like physically the energy that I can feel in my body in experiences just even like going to the gym. (laughs) I don't care. Like I genuinely do not care what other people think about me. If other people know what my preference of men are, if other people know that I struggle with my mental health, if other people know that I am not afraid to talk about masturbation and sexuality in last week's episode, I don't care because those things make me happy. It makes me happy to show up in front of this microphone and to openly express what is on my heart and on my soul. And I am not going to make myself small for anybody who still is residing in my small town, who is sharing my content around one another and gossiping projecting that negativity because I am openly expressing myself and living my purpose. And I'm not going to be sorry for that. That's something that I'm learning to let go of through this journey of finding my happiness is that mentality. And growing up in a small town, it definitely, like I said, it traumatized me. And it was a trauma that I just now feel like I'm fully releasing that I literally don't care if somebody shares what I'm saying and says that I'm crazy, I'm woo-woo, I'm outside of the box, I'm fat, I'm skinny, I'm this, I'm that. Like, 
it literally doesn't matter to me because I am staying in my own lane on my own individual journey, getting curious every single day about my unique human experience. And I hope that for every single person listening to this, that this was able to bring you perspective. Like I said, if you grew up in a small town and you feel now like, holy shit, like I'm inspired now to either move out or either appreciate the aspects that are until you can move along in your experience and go find your people, go find your soul family. And those people are generally in bigger areas, not saying that you have to move to Austin or move to any big city, but move somewhere different to experience something different if you are curious about it, because this life is given to you for you to experience the absolute most and to step out of your comfort zone. And moving away from small town was the best decision that I have ever made in my entire life. And I hope that this episode has inspired that curiosity within you. Or if you live in a big city and you were like, wow, I am so grateful to have grown up around culture and diversity and opportunity. And now you can be even that much more grateful for your childhood and your experiences, knowing what what I went through going <laughs> going through uh, living in a small town growing up. Um, I just I hope it offered you perspective in some way, shape, or form, and allowed you to get curious about your unique individual human experience. For me, this whole experience with being back home. And then going through the screenshotting on my Snapchat. With the awareness that I have now and the tools that I have as I've evolved on this spiritual journey, I was able to like laugh through this entire experience and just stay so confident in who I am and be okay with the fact that people like this do exist but those types of people do, like I said, need to be called out. <laughs> like that is why I said, you know, he gossips. He is a part of a group chat where people talk about each other because these types of things are just not okay. It's not okay to shame somebody for being on their unique individual journey that is different to yours. So I hope I covered everything in this episode that I wanted to. I always pour my heart and my soul into every episode, so I'm very confident that this message is going to resonate with whoever needs to hear it today. So thank you so much for sharing your valuable time and energy with me today. I am so extremely grateful that you all give me the opportunity and the space to share what is on my heart and my soul and just allow me to be myself.